In this week's SME feature, we speak to the owner of Biscotti Biscuits, Peggy Zondo. Peggy, take us through the deal with Absa Bank and MassMart. Okay, so I wanted to purchase Biscotti Biscuits, and um, there are many reasons that I was keen on the deal. Um, but as you would imagine, to get a big loan to buy a business, um, you kind of need to have uh, good guarantees. And uh, I didn't have, and um, the deal with MassMart then came in handy because they provide guarantees for the funding. And in addition, they provided an opportunity to start supplying the MassMart uh, retail stores mm-hmm. like uh, Macro and Game. And how does that work? How, do you, how does it now then start from you get this loan and you roll out your products through MassMart and extending it to Macro and Game? How does it all work? Um, so what happens is that we were, before I bought the business, we were listed in Spa and Pick and Pay. We were not listed in any of the MassMart stores. So what would formally entail is to go and meet with the buyers and the match in the merchant division of MassMart. And uh, hopefully the products are good enough, they like them. And you tick the boxes in terms of various things like food safety and legislative and consumer councils and um, aspects about PE ratings and those kind of things. And then when all of those boxes are ticked and they're comfortable and you then negotiate rates and agree what they are going to charge you and what you, how you will supply. And once all of those logistic details have been set out, then you start uh, list, you, then you list and the listing is live. And when the listing is live, then the stores can order from you. Mm. Mm. Now, how has this helped you place your products on a broader scale? Well, the adding another big retail group is always a good advantage because it has a, not an instant, but an immediate, uh, a reasonably uh, significant step change in terms of sales. So it allows sales to, to, to increase um, over a couple of months. And we've now been with the game for, sorry, we've now been with Macro for six months. And uh, we've just gone live uh, nationwide on Macro. And uh, in August, you will start to be in game in Gauteng. That's amazing. How has the product been received so far in these traditional stores competing with very traditional brands? It's been received well uh, so far. We're quite happy with it. As in, the what our offering is quite different to the um, current um, offering that is done by uh, the major players in the biscuit industry. We focus predominantly on single wrap biscuits, which are more targeted for hospitality and corporate offices. Um, so that's where we play largely. We do have um, a retail offering, which is packets and small bags, but our bigger share of focus is on uh, corporate biscuits. And is this a strategic decision to choose as an added advantage in this large market? Absolutely, absolutely. When you have uh, dominant players who occupy 80% of the market, the last thing the last thing I want to do is to go and copy them. Um, so that's a, a clear focus that will do something different to offer the consumer uh, something different and something that's more appealing that can they can see differentiated value ads that they would want to buy as opposed to the same as, as the large incumbents. Mm. The collaboration with uh, Absa Bank and uh, MassMart, it has helped you double your workforce. Take us through that experience of being able to create employment it's been a great experience um and the i mean one of the interesting things the reason i bought the business is that i was clear that there were 
I come from a manufacturing background. Um, long time ago, I was an engineer running a, a sugar factory. Uh, and ever since then, I've been quite close to operations, even though not in manufacturing, predominantly in finance. And, and I'm quite clear about what I need to do to run a successful operation. So that's why then in that process, I quickly realized that the, the team that we had was kind of skeleton team, not quite, quite geared to sustaining growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so the many changes I've done in the organization to make sure that we can sustain growth and bring on board lots of clients, um, which is what we're doing. With your background, was it an easier jump or did that make it quite a tough jump to go in on your own? No, it wasn't. I mean, I've been I've been working since 2000 or early 2000. So and I've been in probably three, four different industries. So change is welcome. If there's no change, I get bored. I go seeking for it. So no, it wasn't. It wasn't mm. difficult at all. Yeah. In South Africa, especially in the SME space, so we find lots of people raising complaints about funding. Mm-hmm. And in your case, this is a beautiful composition of different companies coming together for one product. Mm. How has this journey been for you? And do you think it would have been able, you would have been able to carry this out as soon as you have without this type of funding and backup? Yeah, funding funding is an issue um, because you often evolve through a journey that between what you forecast and what actually happen, there's a bit of a gap. Um, so it helps to start off with a good structure like we have. I absolutely do not think I would have been able to do it without Mesma's uh, assistance at all. Mm. Yeah. Based on that question, what do you make of the current situation in the SME sector in South Africa? I think... It it depends actually what particular industry you are in, in particular. So say, for instance, if you are making something completely new and that no one has and it's quite compelling and every buyer likes it, you'll probably do well. Mm-hmm. But if you are do going into an existing industry and you are dealing with incumbents, then you kind of have to battle to justify your existence because um, how do you differentiate from the the current people? And actually, how do you prove that that the current people are not meeting the needs that you have the the offering that you are that you are bringing on board? So it gets it gets a bit messy in, in in that regard. But that being said, there are a lot of opportunities for for growth, and it helps that right now, in particular, from the Ministry of SMEs and from corporates. And um, even corporates in general, they are now seeing that they need to do more work to help with supplier development as opposed to just enterprise development. Mm. So that's that's a good opportunity at, at this point in time. Yeah. Have you faced any challenges in this journey so far? And if so, what are they? Every day is a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there is uh, the broad um, fixing the organization to make it growth fit. Um, there is um, historical issues about how we have sold in certain retailers and how that is exciting or not exciting. Um, there is um, in some retailers that were just a small brand or just an unknown brand. How do we change that and, and grow it and make sure that you just don't have a half a meter only for the next two years? You know mm. what I mean? So, so in some stores, I mean, we do really well. Um, we've grown from that half a meter to about three, four meters. Um, and, but what it takes is focus and making sure that you commit to what you can do 
and uh, making sure that the customer get a chance to taste our biscuit. Where to for biscotti? Um, we want to grow. I've got into this game so that the business can grow tremendously. Um, so the next six months we'll be focusing on embedding our position in macro nationwide because we've spent the first six months of the year just focusing on uh, Gauteng only. So that'll be quite interesting because instead of being in one province and I can drive to all the stores and uh, and check what's going on, now uh, it's nine it's nine uh, provinces um, and um, yeah twenty stores later that we need to make sure that they're running well. So um, that that would be an interesting challenge. Mm. That would be interesting. So that's what I'll be doing in the next six months. Long term, um, we are doing products that will excite South Africa. Um, and will cause them to appreciate the difference that we offer a bit more. But that will be early next year. <laughs> Lastly, any words for an upcoming entrepreneur, someone who wants to make the jump but is fearful because of the lack of funding and looking at all the cons that are out there, what would your best advice be? Um, work on your plan. Be, be focused on what you really want. I mean, just to give you a, a sense, I've, I, had, I had always been clear that I will own a business um, and I had been looking for a business for the last 12 years before I bought this one. And I saw multiple and um, half and puffed my way into making an offer <laughs> two or three times and I got scared. Yeah. So being scared is, uh, is a normal. It's not, it's not something to be to be worried about, but whatever you're currently working on, it's important to give it your best shot in terms of understanding the economics of the situation and your funding and making sure that you're getting a deal that you can make work. Mm. Because often uh, sellers, you know, up, you know, they put prices that suit them, not, not suit buyers. Um, and probably also it depends where you are in the spectrum. I'm in a spectrum where I wanted to buy something existing that has market access because mm-hmm. your earlier point, I was going into a market that I don't know very well. So the last thing I want is I don't know the market very well. I don't have market access and then I'm trying to figure out my way. Whereas if you are coming on the other side of the spectrum, you're starting from scratch, there are distinct advantages that you have, but you then rely on the strength of the product and on your networking abilities to make sure that you can develop the market access. Mm. So it just depends on the spectrum. But the bottom line is whatever your plan is, focus on it and make sure that it really, really works and use your friends and your contacts to help you stress test what the plan is. Because unfortunately with entrepreneurs, we fall in love with our idea and our business and we think the world shares it, but actually the world doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> People are busy li- living their <laughs> life. <laughs> it's our job to cause them to pause and look our way. That was Biscotti Biscuits owner Peggy Zondo in this week's SME feature.